And like Roy Jones said, I said, y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Y queremos Palestina. Libre y libre y libre y viva, viva Palestina. The civil war has been quite fruitless. It's a people defending themselves against a fascist government. Now the revolution has got to be perfect. It's got to be flawless. Well, that isn't my criteria. My EMP, the podcast on the Public Pulse News Network. I am Amin TMK, uh, one of your co-hosts and producer here at uh, Public Pulse. I am joined um, to my right, your left, Keita. What's up, Keita? Hey, what's up? What's, what's up? What's poppin'? I'm back. You, you're, we're back. We're back. We had a small little hiatus, but they can't really stop us, though. Yeah, we can't. We unstoppable. Stopped. We untouchable and unstoppable. Uh, to my left, your right. I'm to the right of no one, but I am to the left of everyone. <laughs> I am a freaking genius. <laughs> What's up, LT? What's going on? It was good. Uh, we're going to be discussing a couple things. Marlboro's owner wants to buy a company that makes asthma inhalers. I see nothing wrong with that. With uh, the Michigan governor kidnapping conspirators say they were funded by the FBI. <laughs> but, That's not possible. Not possible. <laughs> um, but uh, we start, I think, with one of the biggest news stories um, in a while, the takeover by the Taliban in Kabul and the establishment of a new government. LT, wh where do we start here? Yeah, man, what the fuck did they call themselves? Like, everybody's calling them Afghanistan, but they addressed themselves as something else. Oh, yeah, let's get the crack team the, on that. It was the caliphate, the, uh... Em no, they emirate. They emirate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get the crack team on Caliphate, it. I guess, it would be uh, probably way scarier. <laughs> True, but I, I think they're avoiding that language. I think right. these guys are pretty smart, man. Yeah. They know what's going on. I'm gonna research it. We keep talking. All right, so, um... I just gotta do it, y'all. <sighs> Afghanistan. What a clusterfuck. Man. Where does it end? So much, man. I mean, so the three points I'm going to try to stick to mostly are the the financial cost that this has cost. But I want to start with the immigration hypocrisy. That's the most important thing. Now, we're talking about a culture that the United States spent 20 years trying to create that crumbled into dust in less than a fucking month. 20-year project with corruption so immense. Do you understand the Afghan official army was four times larger than the registered number of Taliban fighters? That's incredible. Wow. Four times with American technology, uh, American military training, and support, let's be honest, uh, uh, covert, de facto support. And what that tells me is, incidentally, also in the takeover, because this is important, right? One of the things that we're seeing is a lot of uprisings today, quote, unquote. But in those uprisings, only three people have been killed so far. Now, as far as I know, uh, when they were pulling out of that fucking airport, more than seven people died, and that was on NATO forces. I mean, when we're looking at I, guys, I don't, I don't suggest it. You know, we say do your own research. 
you know, if you want to, please do. You know what I'm saying? But, but some of these images are very disturbing. I mean, they remind me of 9-11, watching people jump out of the, the Twin Towers, you know, watching these people fall off of military planes where they're like, we trusted y'all. Please bring us out of here. We don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. We chose to work with America. We don't know. They might kill us. Fear to the point where you're grabbing onto military transports and falling off from hundreds of feet, maybe thousands of feet, falling to your death. You know, stirring images, stirring images, to, right? To be that desperate to leave a place <clears throat> to jump on. I mean, we, we say Tom Cruise, right. oh my god, look what he does. He's jumping on, they're jumping on a plane for real, right? I mean, and we're talking about pilots that literally drove through bodies of people. These are not like terrorists. These are the pe- these was your mans. These are the people. This you- is the entire reason you came to this area for your your explanation, quote unquote, right? To free the Afghani people from the Taliban. Um, Wasn't that what you were supposed to do? And then he, then Joey B. We didn't even get into that, and I don't want to stop your train of thought. No, nah, no, nah, man, get in, please. But I this do- is a rich topic. It's a rich topic. It's a rich, we were taught we were watching uh, Keita. I don't know if you were with us, but we were watching the response that Biden gave. Basically, like, oh no, I missed it. I saw like his very brief speech at the start of it. Oh, what did he say? We had contingencies in place. He's dead ass blaming the Afghani people. He's blaming the Afghani military, saying that they didn't want to save themselves. And and I think me and LT had a moment. We were like. Y'all can't even take no responsibility. Like, America refuses. The whole world knows. I mean, the whole world knows. I'm seeing all these leaders. China took their shot. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, Maduro took his shot, too. You know, everybody's taking a shot at the United States because you came into this country for 20 years. You broke it, and you left it broke in the middle of the floor. And then you blame the people. I mean, this is... But that's that's de facto neoliberal shit, right? And we'll come back to that, right? One comparison immediately is with the fall of Saigon, the American government, even under a piece of shit like Nixon, flew out as many Vietnamese sympathizers as they could. I mean, that's why we have such a big population of Vietnamese in America right now. They came over. Those were the people working with the Americans. France has said no. Greece has said no. Turkey has said no. All of these coalition partners that were willing to go in there and and rob Afghanistan blind for their rare earth minerals now aren't even allowing the people that, let's be honest, were collaborating with the West. They're not even allowing these people safe passage to get out. I mean, what kind of message is that? And that kind of comes to this, like we're talking about the neoliberal spin on this, you know, now becomes what will happen to the women in Afghanistan like what will happen to you know the people that were getting on those planes? What are happening to all of these different, um, you know, different groups that are within the country that um, you know the Taliban is is gonna, um, you know, come down harshly upon? Like, well, why don't we have refugees here? You, you talk about you know in the early uh, 20th century, right? You got all these different people coming over from Italy, all these different people coming over for Ireland, you know, and it's no problem. But now that you have, you know, uh, brown people, brown, that are brown Muslim. Muslims, you know, or maybe not even Muslims, just brown people. I think that's all it's got to be right. Brown people right. coming over here and you and you see the infographics from all the bleeding heart liberals. Oh, what will happen? If you worried about the women, let them fucking have safe passage. In Everyone the West. should have safe passage over to the United States. They're the ones who caused this debacle anyway, but they don't 
talk about that. Now it's the spin of, well, it's Biden's fault. What is this person fault? Why are you getting involved in that stuff? This is the United States. <clears throat> this is what they do. This is this is business as usual. We know that Donnie J already planned to pull out in Afghanistan earlier than Joey B. And now it's all this. this he spin. had a year to plan an orderly retreat. You know what I'm saying? A tactical retreat. He had a year to plan it. And now it's like, you know, we 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 couldn't have planned for this. Yes, you could have. Let's look at the financial cost. Over the past 20 years, $2 trillion were spent. You want to play a little game where we can all talk about what we could have spent that money on? <laughs> well, I did a little bit of figuring. Oh, figuring. right. Okay. Now, the first and simplest, most maybe accurate, equitable thing you could have done is just split that money amongst every American equally, right? Just to straight up, Uncle Sam got your back. You know how much that comes to? How much? $6,000 a piece. Could that wow. change your life? It would help. It would help a lot. A now, lot. If all of us in our collective got $6,000, yes, that Ooh, would change. Yes, that would change, that would, would, that would change our lives. Now, let me flip it for you in another way. If it had been applied simply to make sure Americans, any American that wanted to go to college could do it, one of eight American, one of eight is in trouble with student loans. One of eight. Now, if they had only just applied the $2 trillion towards the one in eight Americans that have student loan debt, you know how much that money comes out to? How much does it come out to? For everybody. It's putting a huge dent in whoever's uh, student loan debt, which we know, you know, and and it it makes sense, you know, because now it's at a point where it's like impossible to pay back. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could have recouped that money yourselves. Before you say anything about what is the financial responsibility, I mean, what did you get out of the Afghanistan experience? I mean, the shit literally crumbled a month later. we were listening. Uh, uh, something came across my screen. I don't know if I showed y'all. It was, uh, you know, old, old Fox News, and they were talking about if 800 if you get $800 a week in unemployment and your spouse gets $800 a week in unemployment, that's $64,000. And we're talking about $2 trillion. And people mm. will be upset about these, like, public service, public uh, uh resources out here giving people food get, think about the conversation surrounding housing the conversation surrounding health care and now they always like well remember remember this whole thing well if we give everybody a two thousand dollar stimulus that's gonna that's gonna burn the economy you know what they said it's gonna yes, burn it's out the economy crazy. instead you put two trillion dollars in afghanistan and when we're talking about what welfare looks like right this is real welfare because this was a two trillion dollar bet that American Industries and Elon Musk would be able to go into Afghanistan and have access to all those rare earth minerals. And rare earth minerals more than likely will be the energy that powers the next hundred years. Um, any thoughts, Kita? Did you have anything anything we might have missed? I mean, this, this is a great breakout. Breakdown. <laughs> I, I'll just finish with this Vietnam shit, man. Yeah. I say again, Nixon was a piece of shit. He's mostly considered like one of the most right-wing presidents of all time. And even he brought or made a way for the Vietnamese to come to America. I wanted to just say this before we move on to the next thing. Um, You know, there's a lot of, like we were talking about the disturbing images that we saw, you know. Like 
it's not that you know, and I hear this all the time, like, oh, y'all on the left, you don't care, you don't feel. You, you got to understand, like, these things happen every day, you know, in all different parts of the world. And the reason that this is happening is, you know, American imperialism and this idea that we have to be everywhere in the world and we somehow can police the world. Like, America should not be in any other country's business. We should not be policing anyone. And I think that we all seem to agree with this. When, you know, in principle, but this is what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? You have to allow cultures to be able to exist how they're going to exist. There was never going to be an opportunity for the United States to turn Afghanistan into this economic hit job that allows them to go in and do all these things because the cultural differences, the cultural aspects of the Afghani people, and like you said, they don't even know, I don't even know if they even uh, identifying with that uh, terminology or, 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 or you know what I'm saying? I think it just goes to a point, you don't need to intervene in other places, period. I mean, it, it's cultural chauvinism to assume that you can change these people. And this goes double for all of these third wave feminists that are talking about what about the poor women in fucking Afghanistan? I'll never love again. First off, it's hypocritical because where is this fucking smoke when it comes to Saudi Arabia, which is the United States ally? Where is this smoke? Like, how the fuck do you only care what happens in these other nations? But also the assumption that the Afghani women are not smart enough to be making their own determinations about what freedom looks like to them. And it goes back to 80 million people voted for a person who constantly touches young people and is always making people feel uncomfortable, has multiple sexual assault accusations. But then told Cuomo to step the fuck down. Right. You hmm. see the hypocrisy, you know what I'm saying? You upset at these things, but be upset at the system. Anyway, you know, I, I thought this was going to be our leading story, but, uh, you, you know, I, I think it's it's deservingly so. But Afghanistan was just right there in, in the middle, and I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Do y'all remember, I believe this was October of last year, the FBI thwarted a plot to kidnap uh the michigan governor do y'all remember about that did y'all hear about that i do yeah yeah so so developments yeah some some fun developments Mm. i think uh interesting intriguing developments approaching michigan governor gretchen whitmer is her name so i don't know i'm gonna give you a little background on her okay um she was a former senator All right. So you're talking about a person as a longtime politician uh, elected uh, to Michigan governance um, or as the Michigan governor in 2018. She's a classic white liberal. Um, They was pushing her. I don't know if you noticed, but um, in 2020, when the Donnie J fervor was at the highest pitch and he did the State of the Union. Oh, You mean when they did the dry run on January 6th? There must be war. God wills it. <laughs> right, factuality. So so she gave the like rebuttal to the State of the Union. So you can see that they was trying to like puff her up, you know what I'm saying? To like, you know, be and you know, they talk about her in terms of the presidency and things like that. Okay, so in October eighth, two thousand and twenty, FBI thwarted a militia group's kidnapping plot against her. That was what Wikipedia said. Okay. <laughs> Now, let's talk about what really happened. (laughs) Um, So uh, as we see, there's been a couple of developments. Uh, There was a BuzzFeed article. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's a BuzzFeed article. But that's where we are right now in terms of 
media and in terms of news. Like at this point, like the New York Times, BuzzFeed, you know, it's kind of all the same. They, anyway, I digress. BuzzFeed reported that the FBI was involved with this plot and even used informants to encourage and carry out its plans. Damn, they treating them like they did the uh, Black Panthers, except they I let them niggas say, live. They let them live. Right? They yeah. all got to survive. You also, see, what they did to um, Muslims after September 11th. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You see, it all you talking connects. about your man's the, re- the, the, the manager, that? man. What's his name? Who? Habib's manager. The fuck is Ali Abdul-Aziz. Ali Abdul-Aziz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. If you're a UFC fan, if you're a UFC oh, fan, you know. We go too deep. Don't put me in jail. Like, I have something to tell. Hey, that joke that I sent you, it was like uh, this dude who was in a rat costume. <clears throat> the dude was like, um, oh, what's up, 6ix9ine? How you doing? He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a rat. But I'm not a snitch. <laughs> That's the wrong number. Okay, so let me just continue here. Okay. Yes, please. All righty. Pardon the interruption. Uh, 2021 BuzzFeed reported the FBI was involved in this plot. Okay. They, in, they said that they entrapped him. They claimed they could not have advanced this plot without the specific information the government was sending them. And literally, they trained them to abduct and kidnap this governor. And they basically did it under the guise of, we're telling you, we're asking you to do this for your country. There must be war. God wills it. So they thought that this entire plot had been sanctioned. Now, there has been, you know, rumors, a bunch of different stuff going, and, you know, people are protected. That's the shit about black ops, man. That cut your ass loose. I mean, but the shit about black (laughs) ops is also sometimes they're competing. Right. That's what I'm saying. So the CIA is, like, investigating this and, like, why the FBI is putting on the op. So now you had this huge call that was, like, you know, and I I don't know how y'all feel about this, but it's, like, this idea now that, we have to have more security. We have to be able to utilize things like the NSA because these this is how we stop terrorist plots. But as we see, and as the information is coming, remember what I say all the time, what we say, do your own research. This situation is still fluid. But all the information I'm looking at, and I suggest you go check out this BuzzFeed article. They literally set this up so they could thwart it and then use this as a reason why they need more funding. This is how much they they literally same thing. We, we actually were just talking about Afghanistan. If you read the Afghanistan papers, they paying the farmers to burn their entire crops and say the Taliban did it. You know, it's all kind of just a little fun game that they use so, uh, as reasons why they need more funding. Um you good over there? I am. I'm playing with my ball. That's <laughs> 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 gross. Carry on. I can't right. smoot me shit. And on the microphone. Yeah. So I, anyway, I mean, these people like they're they're radicalized. I feel like this person, uh, the dude, per, uh, the the person who's um in question here, I forget their name, Dan something. I will get the crack team on it. Um, but literally found them while they were on Facebook. So, like, you seeing the FBI is, like, recruiting white supremacists. And I think he's, this person is a Boogaloo boy. All these, uh, this group, they're mm. part of the Boogaloo boys. Yeah. So you actively recruiting these people and then 
putting the battery in their back to be like, yeah, let's go get this Democratic governor who is, you know what I'm saying, talking all this trash about Trump. We got to get her. She's a national security threat. God wins it. They put the gas in them, let them go, and right when it's about to happen, they snatch him up and go, look what we did. We foiled the plot. We are keeping America I mean, because safe. part of it, too, is that the FBI is saying, well, it's not someone who who is employed by the government. It's our confidential informant whom we employ, but, you know, that's just... Don't go down the logic hole there. It's um, and so they they can't be held culpable because they're like, well, we didn't do it. We tell our confidential informants not to entrap people, but you know, they're criminals. Think about all them right wing motherfuckers like, oh, they catching checks from Soros, but you was the motherfuckers we was looking for all along, catching checks. You want to go into the next thing? Any more thoughts? Oh, I we're gonna see how this develops. We're gonna see it's, how it develops, and you should yeah. do your own research. Yes, and absolutely. figure it out. You know, again, we talked about the thing with um, what's happening in Afghanistan and what Joey B and sort of the United States line is, which is, look, we did the best we could. We tried, you know, and now you see like this is what's happening. There is no accountability amongst these people. They answer to no one. And uh, that's why we, we, we can't continue to, to keep uh, acknowledging them and uh, legitimizing them. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Very, very true. OK, so folks. Here we go. We talk about a range of topics, and I, I think the reason I picked this one is because we could see, like, the, the system of capitalism and white supremacy and all of that, it adapts to its situation, and this is kind of a perfect example of how it adapts. So Philip Morris, uh, which is one of the world's biggest cigarette makers, um, of course says that it wants to essentially buy another company, a health company, that makes asthma inhalers. Um, and of course, health charities are saying this has to be stopped. I agree that this has to be stopped because cigarette companies knew everything that they did wrong. There's so many really great research, but also really cool movies that talk about how the cigarette companies convinced people. Thank you for smoking. Yeah, thank you for smoking is an excellent recommendation. Um, that cigarette companies were like, well, you know, the research is iffy. That question about science, are scientists true? Because, of course, they had bought off a series of scientists to say, no, cigarettes aren't killing people until if there was irrefutable evidence that actually you're intentionally trying to get people addicted and you're trying to get them addicted younger and cigarettes are killing them, which, you know. And so the cigarette companies then shifted to say, like, well, you know, this is our fault. So why don't we sell the anti-smoking patch, all of the gums and shit. Easy, I'm trying to do right. I'm, I and, mean, you know, and, now. And asthma, of course, went up because when we're talking about GDP in the United States, it does not have to be positive, good things for the community. Uh, asthma went up because of all of the cigarettes, <laughs> all of the very cancerous smoke. And, and asthma went up, of course, and of course, because of the pollen outside, since only certain trees get planted in cities. So Philip Morris is trying to buy out this health company in order to further profit off of something that they actually still aren't haven't even stopped selling. I think in June or July, uh, the UK reported that Philip Morris finally deigned to say, hey, we'll probably stop selling cigarettes in the United Kingdom. Give us about 10 years to do that. 
Um, I got a, I got a few thoughts. Yes, please. I got, a few, thoughts. Share your I got a few thoughts. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny that I'm, you know, I'm reading this on, you know, a business website, <laughs> uh, and it says the tobacco companies are under pressure to diversify. They should just grow some weed. But see, I'm happy they don't. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Find a way to make that shit addictive. Come on. Right. All exactly. the corners. But that, that would have been the move, though, right? When we talk about like this lack of ability, American companies are supposed to be so goddamn nimble and great. They're supposed to be this textbook definition of what great capitalism looks like. But you had these fucking tobacco institutions that owned entire cities. They controlled states. They didn't have enough fucking common sense to lobby for the legalization of America. Marijuana, She's uh, a plant with a bigger upside. You have all of this growing fucking space and all of these farms ready to go. No, because tobacco is a proven winner. And why should we take any chances? And and the the you know who's gonna do that? The petrochemicals. Why take any chances with any of this shit? We gonna run this oil to a company that sells cigarettes and they know the implications of what it is. Like once that is found out and there's litigation against them, they should disband and no longer should be able to profit from any sort of company. They prosecuted should have those to the to the to bankruptcy. We have talked about this with the Purdue company and the Sackler family. When they were sued successfully for like twenty two million dollars, well now they just go like you said bankruptcy, you know. But they still gonna keep all that money. Now they're gonna negotiate back down to two million. Now I'm reading articles now where it's saying, well, they may not have to pay anything. And this is the thing: there is no justice for corporations. How can you have a company, quote unquote? They need to have pressure to diversify. No, you shouldn't even have the ability to diversify because this product not only killed people, you knew that it was going to kill people. But also that when all of that came out, cigarette companies were still allowed to operate, You know, which is absurd. It's like, okay, a company literally said it's intentionally killing people, that it intentionally had been killing people for years, decades. And it's like, okay, well, now in capitalism, they deserve the chance to keep going. <sighs> that's a fact that's a fact it's just and it's also the optics are just fucking terrible you the reason why people have lung deficiencies in the first damn place and asthma is life-saving medication I, I i mean i feel like all prescription drugs are pretty much going the way of uh diabetes uh, insulin medication where they jack up the prices because what the fuck are you going to do you need this to keep living and that's where we are with capitalism. I mean, but is this any more conflicted than the judges that have the ability to sentence you to prison for not saying your honor by simply addressing them as their name, right? His name could be John Hancock, and you call him John Hancock, he's going to send your ass to jail, even we if cross. he owns stocks in these companies that create jails. Yeah. Power to the people. That's how I feel. Power to the people. Uh, you want to take us home in uh, our little speed round, LT? Final round. Yo, Singapore has made the largest floating solar panel island in the world. What? Whoa. One more thing about Singapore, and I'll jump off. 75% of the new COVID cases in Singapore of the last month are constituted by the vaccinated. Hmm. 
<laughs> Wait, doesn't that destroy the entire narrative? That's uh... no man. Oh, okay. And see what? And, and here's the thing, right? I, I don't want to do a like for real, for real. But just I, I'm not here it. to blame people. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be immunized, I hope that you do. If you don't want to be immunized, I hope that you have a really good reason. That's not just some bullshit you heard on Fox News, and that you're isolating. But maybe we should look at the fact that maybe the efficacy of this fucking vaccine is not as high as we were sold. You got something for me, Masha? Oh, I do, I do. So Final round. So state of the world is the shit's gotten so bad. Millionaires are advocating uh, for an emergency tax on billionaires. What they're proposing is that there would be a 99% tax on billionaires' pandemic wealth gains. Uh, it's only their pandemic wealth gains. Just to break that down, that means even after this one-time tax, which is all they're calling for is a one-time tax, the world's 2,690 billionaires would still be fucking billionaires from what they've earned off of the pandemic. A small family-run business on Amazon. Final round. All right, so, uh, yeah, I guess just to wrap us up, I have some uh, some fun news here, some that might just, uh, you know, spark you uh, spark you up uh, your, um, your sci-fi or your fantasy. Uh, the U.S. military is testing a pill that could delay aging. Uh, yep, we have completed uh, pre-clinical safety and uh, dosing studies in anticipation of following uh, of follow-on performance testing in fiscal year 2022. Navy Commander Tim Hawkins, a SOCOM spokesperson, uh, told uh, this uh, told Popular Mechanics. Um, you know, and I think there's the conversation we always talk about the military industrial complex. Like, right. what like, I would have are my, they creating? I would have my own concerns if this shit was developed by, say, the Food and Drug Administration, which is what I would expect. But the fact that uh, they on a Steve Rogers shit, man. Hey. Uh, they've been on their Steve Rogers shit. LSD. Hey. Actually, that was not LSD. LSD was CIA. That was Project. Uh, that was right. Project. The Alphabets. So many. Right. Well, hold on. Stuff. It's important. It is. Get the crack team on it? Oh, I should so know. So many this drugs one. created by. <laughs> Yo, do you MK, remember? It was MK Ultra. Thank you. Oh, MK Ultra. Ultra, which I always. Do you remember? Uh, no, you brought this up when, when we we saw it at the museum where it had every single uh, name of every yeah. single U.S. operation, like government operation. There's like so many of them. Anyway, yeah. filled up them. three walls of uh, of a Smithsonian. <laughs> <laughs> Those walls and are big, and that's just the shit they can admit to. Exactly. Um, Public Pulse News on Instagram. Public Pulse News on TikTok. Uh, I, I want to tell you a little bit about how you can help um, some struggling leftists like us. You know, we have a Patreon page. So um, many of y'all have been asking us to get it, man. We got it. Please help. Thank you to everybody who's supporting us. Um, oh, yeah, true. Like, uh, Shout out to everyone that is supporting us on Patreon. Uh, we have a couple already. Uh, Patreon.com slash Public Pulse. Um, you know, we got some $5, we got some $10, we got some $20. Uh, we utilize this money, this, 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 uh, donate, you know, how you giving it to us. Trust me when I tell you, it means, it means more than the money that I make off the street. We're going to take every single dollar that we get and we're going to put it right back into this podcast. You know, we want to do bigger and better things and we on our way to do that regardless of we get Patreons or not. But, um, you know, your contribution, um, you know, can, can really, uh, uh, increase our platform. And, uh, you know, if you got it. Leon, let let her let her play wholesome. Can I wholesome? Already. Um, yeah, that's it, gang. Uh, gang any gang. any final words? 
Love y'all. Yeah. It's hard out here. I know everybody's fucking stressed as shit. Love in your heart. But also, get a good cry out. And now we return at the turn of the tide. Yeah. I come to you now at the turn of the tide. <laughs> Nerds. And I come back to you now at the turn of the tide. Yes, Ooh, yes, that it would. would that would be swanky. Now,